Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Escape from Planet Picture Show. It's our very first episode. Woohoo! I'm we so did excited. It. Oh my god, we did a podcast. Can you believe that? Yes. We actually did it. Uh, my name is Taylor. Um, I am going to be your host throughout this entire process, but I do have a co-anchor here in the office with me. I'm Nathan, also known as Post Credit Reviews. Ooh, Post Credit yeah. Reviews. What a plug. So if anyone doesn't know Nathan, which I'm hoping if you're listening to this, you either know Nathan or myself, or you're just bored going through the podcast world, um, Nathan does do a uh, review on a regular basis for brand new movies that come out. And most recently, uh, you saw which movie? Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling. Yes. Um, if anyone is familiar with any kind of film news at all, we're all aware that there's a lot of uh, crazy behind-the-scenes stuff that yeah. happened on this movie. <laughs> we'll go ahead and dive into that a little bit later, too. Um, but really, we want to start off this first episode just by kind of introducing ourselves and introducing what we really want to express and do on this podcast. Um, so firstly, of course, we already introduced our names. My name is Taylor. Um, I am a film student or a um, graduate of a film student. Not of a film student. <laughs> graduate of a film school. Yes. Um, and um, I did it. I would not consider myself a professional at all. Uh, I just like to have fun with watching movies and creating movies. And um, As a matter of fact, we did a 48-hour film challenge back oh, in the day. Yeah, that was I. Crazy stressful. Oh <laughs> we got through it. We were stressing, dude. So first off, it was in the beginning of August. Yeah. So, so it was hot as hell outside. Yep. Like um, over 100 degrees. Yeah. And we did a scene in the car where um, we were by the car. Luckily, we found a shady spot to park the car. Yeah. But we were out there for about how long, do you think? I want to say maybe hour, hour and a half, maybe. So about 48 hours. No, <laughs> yeah. Um, which was so much fun. Yeah. And um, we're going to be doing a lot of explaining um, for everything that we're talking about on this podcast as well. Uh, but basically a 48-hour film challenge, if anyone doesn't know, um, is you have to create an entire film, um, a minimum of, I believe they said seven minutes? Yeah, minimum of seven minutes, and I think like maximum of 20-ish, 25? That's a long movie to yeah, make in 48 hours. <laughs> So that's impressive if you're able to do that. Yeah, I'm sure but, people uh, have done that. Oh, I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> um, but um, our um, our film um, basically went through the entire process. It was a short, short, short film. I think ours was maybe like five minutes. Yeah, or barely um, seven. Barely. Um, but uh, basically what the 48-hour film challenges is we get together with a team uh, ragtag team of people who just want to be in the movies, actors, directors, producers, um, just random people who are movie enthusiasts or movie um, fans like ourselves. And we have to create an entire film in 48 hours, which on paper it sounds impossible, but it's very possible. In fact, it's so possible they've been doing this for like 20 years. Yeah. So um, it was really fun. Um, we did not finish our film in time. Just barely. <laughs> the producer dropped the ball. <coughs> I'm not saying who that was. It was me. But um, 
we uh, we still had a good time doing it. We learned a lot. We laughed. We cried. I sweated due to stress. Yeah, it was it was a lot, but it was a fun experience, and I would definitely do it again. Oh, for sure. Well, we were gonna do it this year. Yeah, that was the plan, and then you know finances. Every, yeah. <laughs> so this is not a free event. You do have to actually pay to do this kind of event. So, um, but we were able to do that. That was a lot of fun. We got to work together for forty eight hours on that project, and. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's basically as far as my experience goes when it comes to film, besides um, schooling, of course. And um, I'm actually a terrible film student. So there's a lot of movies we're going to be reviewing and talking about and um, just having fun with on this show. And I haven't seen a lot of them. I think my list of not seen movies is severely longer than movies <laughs> I've actually seen. Um, Give an example. What's a movie you'll get hated on for oh, not seeing? Bro. Um, right off the bat? That's how you're going to do yeah. this? Right off the bat. Okay. Um, there's going to be a lot of hate for this. And I'm sure you know, you're know you probably going to be like, what? Uh, the Goonies. What? I've, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never seen The Goonies all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. I know the premise of it. I have no idea how it ends. Oh. I remember watching that movie when I was a kid. It was a lot of fun. So that's what I've been told. Yeah. I hear it's a really fun movie. I hear it's hilarious. I hear the, the truffle shuffles like a huge thing from that <laughs> movie, right? And um, obviously we're all familiar with uh, the character, uh, is it Sloth? Like the, the deformed monster thing? Yeah. yeah. I think it is Sloth. Sloth. I want to say. <laughs> I See, but I've never seen the movie, but I know all the characters. So like it, that's that's kind of the extent of my knowledge. Yeah. We're going to be referencing a lot of movies. I'm going to be like, yeah, with this actor. Oh, Who? you've seen it? No. No, I haven't seen it. So, um, But um, it's going to be a lot of fun to hear how ignorant I actually am towards a lot of these <laughs> movies in the long run. Um, but that's me. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to uh, Captain Nathan here, and uh, hopefully he can go ahead and uh, provide a little bit more information about himself and his... Um, uh, affinity when it comes to this kind of stuff. Take it away. Yeah. So I'm Nathan. Um, I am a high school student, senior year, crazy. Um, I love film over quarantine. Like everybody else, I watched a bunch of movies and, you know, I fell in love with it. So around, I want to say, July of 2021, I started my website, postcreditreviews.com. Go check it out. Um, Plug yeah. number two, if yeah. anyone's keeping track. Shot so. game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just started the, uh, the website, and ever since then, I've been writing reviews for new movies, old movies. I did rankings. Um, now I run, or I mainly focus on the Instagram, um, which is Nathan Diaz at PCR, plug number three. Plug number three. Yes. Completely different plug, but yeah. hey, plug number three nonetheless. <laughs> um, yeah, so... That's basically it, and you know, one day I hope to go to school for film in the future. Yeah, that's my plan. So. Oh, a young little boy right here. Yeah. He's doing his best <laughs> in this world. Um, so just in case anyone's curious about Nathan and I's relationship as well, he's actually my nephew. Um, he is related to my wonderful significant other. Shout out to Stacy Altamirano. Um, who actually has not called me or texted me yet during this podcast recording. 
she's probably pulling her hair out <laughs> being with my child right now. So, um, but she's a trooper. So, bless your heart. I love you, baby. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you're listening to this. Uh, shout out. If not, uh, brownie points to yep. anyone who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but going back to uh, to you, Nathan. Um, so you're saying you like to review, right? That's like a big thing yep. for you. Um, now with your website plug number four remind everyone of your website please uh postcreditreviews.com postcreditreviews.com plug number six yep we're doing good so far (laughs) um you've done a lot of movies yeah a lot how many movies altogether like if you had to spitball how many movies do you have up on your post credit review site i want to say maybe around 200 250 200 movies (laughs) That's much more than I've watched in my lifetime. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So, 200 movies, a lot to choose from. Okay. I do have a couple questions about your website. Someone who who likes to review movies. Okay. Um, Before we actually dive into like the actual reviews themselves, what what's your favorite movie? Like you've reviewed 200 movies. Are any of those 200 movies considered your favorite movie? Um. Yeah, I don't like to say I have a favorite movie because there's so many out there. But out of like my top five, I think two or three maybe, or actually no, only one is on there, I'm pretty sure. Which movie is that? That's Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, I watched it for the first time, I want to say May of this year. Me too. Uh, Yeah. It's my first time. I'm a little bit behind. (laughs) Do you remember what, what what year that movie was released? 2008, I want to say. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, it's like mid to late 2000s-ish, yeah. if I remember correctly. Um, that was a great movie. Yeah, I loved it. Did I, you cry? I did cry. Yeah. When, well, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but when, um, oh my God, I forgot his name, but when he finds out he's colorblind and he can't fly the... Oh, that broke my heart. Yeah, I think that's when I teared up. I was like, oh, wow. That destroyed me. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have a little bit of a rule, too, on this podcast. I want to let everybody know. Obviously, we're doing a lot of reviews. We're going to be talking about a lot of movies. Spoilers may be dropped. So I'm going to drop the spoiler alert now in the podcast. I know it's a little bit late, but let's be real. It's been like over 10 years (laughs) (laughs) since that movie came out. So our rule here is we give all of our viewers three months to watch the movie. I feel like that's a very fair amount yeah. of time, specifically with newer movies. Yeah, I feel like that's a fair amount of time. Since they're on streaming like a month after. They, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Hashtag HBO Max. Yep. Right. They're released literally at the same time nowadays. So with that, if you haven't seen a movie and you're listening to this and it's been over three months since the release, don't be upset. Don't be infuriated. Do not leave us hate comments on our Twitter, on our Instagram on our website, whatever it may be, be cool, man, okay, please, Please. like, it's your fault that you're listening to it, that's why we title the episodes after what we're reviewing, yeah, or the description too, yeah, so the newer podcasts, or the newer movies that we're going to be talking about, though, are going to be spoiler free, correct, for, like, Don't Worry Darling, or the upcoming ones, and that are being released in a few weeks, um, they'll all be spoiler free, Especially on the website, almost every new movie I review is spoiler-free. What's that website again? Um, oh, uh, what is it? 
Oh, postcreditreviews.com. Postcreditreview hashtag yeah. number seven. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to know. So spoiler-free podcasts um, for the brand new movies. Yes. Uh, we might reference it again down the road after three months with spoilers. And I feel like a lot of that's good for me, too, because I haven't – I don't have the time to watch movies anymore, yeah. unfortunately. Um, working two jobs, having a kid um, – just takes a lot out of me so um the spoiler free is going to help me too and i'll just wait for it to come out on streaming for my convenience yep um perfect so little miss sunshine made your top top five you said yeah yeah of all time yes but that's the only one i reviewed the other four i haven't reviewed but i've watched them multiple times so what would you say are your top four or top five after well top four after yeah. Little Miss Sunshine. Um, one would be Hercules, the Disney animated movie. That's, okay. I don't know. I, that's another one I watched for the first time during quarantine, and I just fell in love with it so much. I mean, it's not like a perfect movie, but in my heart, the music, the characters, the voice acting, everything's just so like perfect about it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Alan Menken at his finest, man, yes. writing those songs. So yeah, good. Go the Distance. It's pretty yeah. iconic. Ooh, Ooh yeah. You yeah. want to belt some bars for us? Oh, no, thank no. you. No, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> All right, so what, you said that was number one? Uh, no, maybe not number one. I don't think I would rank any of them. They're just like top five in so general. So just top five in general. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, we have Little Miss Sunshine. We have Hercules. Yes, and then I would say Whiplash is next because I watched that for the first time recently, like a few, maybe not even months ago, maybe like a few, couple weeks ago. And just like everything about it is just so like – like impressive, like um, just the acting just felt really, really raw and natural. Like these characters felt like real, like you could find them anywhere in the world at this at these like um, music universities and all that stuff. So, yeah. Okay, I've never seen that movie either. Oh my God. I know. I'm telling you, there's gonna be a lot of cringy <laughs> moments. I'm so sorry. I I I do have a list yes, though of I movies hope. I need to watch. Yeah. Which is actually the biggest reason we did this podcast yep. too. Is uh, my HBO list is like 120 movies deep. Yeah. yeah. But they keep taking movies off, and I'm not fascinated to watch them. <laughs> H- HBO Max takes off like 100 movies each month, and yeah. you're like, uh, like I haven't even seen half of these. HBO Max, God forbid, if you're listening to this, can you just simmer down with yes. the amount of movies you're taking off? Like, just relax. I know, especially if you're going to bring them back to the service a month later. So. Thank you. I know. So you're just, you're making us want them, and then you, I mean, you deliver. So we appreciate you. It's my favorite streaming service. I, I know. Have all Mine of them. too. Oh, it's so good. They got a lot of good stuff on there. Well, not so much recently with the whole mm-hmm. Warner Brothers Discovery thing. Release we'll dive into girl. that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to actually have an episode about that down yes. the road. We're going to be talking about streaming services. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun one. Um, Okay, so Whiplash was in your top five. Yes. On your um, last two. Uh, I would say the next one is Brokeback Mountain. Another one I watched during quarantine made me ugly cry really badly. It was really emotional. So what about that movie made it emotional for you? What was your your um, heartstring pull moment of that um, movie? Just the ending where, you know, Jack's confessing his love and he's saying, like, he can't quit him even if he tries it's you know because the movie takes place over like several years and you know they each get married to other people but they can't be together because of the time period all that stuff and it's just, it's just really emotional and com- 
like it's really really captivating to see that like love story unfold over the like over the t- decade or two it's been so yeah I totally I agree with that that's a beautiful movie uh, it's still referenced to the states one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest pop culture icons yeah. of the last uh, 20 years yeah. I want to say um, alright final movie on your list last but not least is The Umbrellas of Cherbourg I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. What is this? What are it you talking about? It is, I want to say, a French musical. It's a music, or it's a movie that is sung all the way through, so like Hamilton type thing, but it's a movie. Um, it's the it's a love story between this woman. Her name's Genevieve, and then uh, her her lover's name Guy, or they say it in French, or Guy, as you would pronounce it here, but. Um, it's just really beautiful and all that stuff. And, you know, the music is really, really powerful. Like, even if you're reading it in English, it's just so, like, the lyrics are so emotional and you connect, you can connect to them really, really easily. So it's specifically a foreign film. Yes. So it's, it's, it's the audio itself, the recording itself is in French. Yeah, the whole thing. Nothing's in English. So they don't have any, like, dubbed versions of this? It's all just French um, from your understanding at least yeah the one on it's on HBO Max so oh. add that to your list <laughs> look at that let's go ahead and do another shout out to HBO yeah, Max yep. oh, um, man. I think only it's only in the French version on HBO Max I don't think it's dubbed anywhere else so, which is good because I don't listen to the dub whenever uh, that's that's totally fair yeah. yeah I get that I get that okay um, well, there we go. Yeah, top five. Top five. It's right really there. good. Are any of those besides Little Miss Sunshine um, reviewed on your website? Uh, no. Whiplash is on my Instagram because I do this thing where I do watch list Wednesdays where I take three, two or three films um, that are on my watch list and I review them in like little small paragraphs. And so Whiplash is on there. But the other three, I don't think so. But I am planning to do like a Disney theme post soon, so Hercules will definitely be on there. Perfect. All right, the animated one. Yes. Perfect. A um, little bit off topic here, but animation is definitely my favorite genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I can watch all the animated movies all day long. Um, we'll get to dive into that a little bit here soon too. Um, but Hercules is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so. Good. Um, so obviously you've been watching movies for a very, very long time, yes. 18 years of your life, almost, almost 18 years, oh, it's a yeah. long time. Um, do you remember the first movie that you saw in theaters? I don't, but my mom says it was Finding Nemo, if I remember correctly. Oh no, wait, I don't even think I was born when that came out. Maybe it was Cars. I don't know. Oh I just know it was a Pixar movie. You are aging me so bad right now, dude, which is crazy because my first movie was a Pixar movie, too. Oh, oh Toy Story, uh, Toy right? Toy Story, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's my very first one. I was just a little baby. I don't remember anything yeah. about seeing that movie in theaters. I just remember seeing it in theaters. Yeah. Just little glimpses of me like walking into the movies for the first time, but that's it. Yeah. That's it. I think the earliest I can remember, though, like me physically remembering movie is I went to go see How to Train Your Dragon in 3D when it came out. So, also a great movie. Yeah. Um, that was, I think that's the first one I can remember. It's been so, I think the last time I actually watched that movie 
like the full way through is when I went to go see it in theaters. You gotta watch that again. Yeah. It's so good. There's three movies now. Yeah. And a TV show. On Netflix, right? Um, is it Netflix? I think it's Netflix. I thought it was Nickelodeon at first. I could be wrong. Don't quote me oh, on that. Okay. But yeah, I do know they have one on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess it's really popular. A lot yeah. of the kids like it and stuff. Um, man, that's a long time ago, though. Finding Nemo. It's a long, yeah, long time cars. ago. Or Cars. They came out like two years apart yeah. from each other, right? Within the same time frame. Um, so since the movie Cars or Finding Nemo, whatever you saw first, what from that point to today, what really pushed you to come into the film industry? Like what interested you in films? What interested you in doing these reviews for your website? Um, I can't really pinpoint what it is. I just know... You know, during quarantine, everybody was, like, locked up in their house, and I feel like what I gravitated most to was film. Like, even if I wasn't, like, hardcore about it, because, I mean, before, like, all of this went down, like, the quarantine stuff, I was really into, like, Disney news, you know, type thing, like D23, which we'll get to later. We'll definitely get to, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I was, like, a big Disney geek person where I was, like, oh, we have to go see this new Disney movie, like, right away, and then I feel like once quarantine started, it kind of more expanded into, like, just other genres and all that stuff, so it's been, I would say, mainly just what I gravitated most to during that time, where it was, like, okay, I can see myself wanting to do this more in life, or... But what exactly it. more? Like the acting, the producing, the directing? What exactly? I would say the writing and directing, especially because I love those more emotional movies like um, Brokeback Mountain and The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Those are really emotional movies that, I don't know, the writing combined with the directing is just so powerful that where I'm like, yeah, I can see myself wanting to do this as a living one day. Would you want to do both? Like if you wrote a film, would you also want to direct oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have ideas where I'm like, I don't want anybody else touching oh, this besides boy. me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to share those, though, for yes. copyright reasons. You yes. know? We don't want uh, your ideas to be stolen and then Steven Spielberg taking all the credit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's awesome, dude. Like, I know it's, uh, especially during quarantine, yeah. right? Like, everyone, like you said, everyone was home. No one was going out doing anything. So to have that... Um, excitement to escape into the movies and you know having you be excited to see these movies that's exactly what it's all about mm-hmm. you know we're all here to enjoy it just like everybody else is your arm getting tired uh, yeah one is <laughs> man so you guys should see our low budget ass office right now yeah. <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> dude like this is beyond low budget um i think the most expensive thing here is my macbook <laughs> so um but everything else is like it's just it's we try our best i know the lights keep turning off on us because they're, they're all motion censored bro <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's sorry i'm trying so hard not to laugh when that happens but it's funny just when the lights all turn off and we're talking here in like pitch black it's, oh my gosh and you guys if only there was a video for this like nathan is talking like real deeply about his movies and i'm waving my arms around <laughs> like an idiot trying to get the lights back on. <laughs> i'm talking about the emotional movements in the life of jack twist and Taylor's over here waving his arms out. I look like one of those inflatable tube guys a in nope. the car dealerships, you know? A nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we'll take photos, though. We'll put some on the, uh, yeah. the Instagram so everybody can watch. The Instagram? The that, Instagram. Why do I sound so old when I say that? 
you know, back in my day. <laughs> if you look on the Google. <laughs> All right. And I just have one last question for yes. you. Only because I'm very curious. Okay. Um, on your website, mm-hmm. another plug, website name. Post credit reviews. Post credit reviews. What is your best reviewed and your worst reviewed movie? Um, if anybody has a chance to go on his website, by the way, he is freaking brutal. What? He, <laughs> he tells it how it is. He's not afraid to really just say, like, this is it. Now, obviously, all of his reviews are opinionated, yes. as all reviews are. But holy crap, man. He lays into some of these movies. Um, I can't remember what movie, which one I watched, or I, I read recently. But you were just like... I know which one I feel. Do, do you? I think which it was one the was Lightyear it? one, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So if anyone hasn't seen Lightyear, it's on Disney+. Plus. That movie makes me so angry. Um, I still haven't seen it. But it looks beautiful. Uh, and I'm excited to see it. Um, I hear the, the tie-in. They just push too hard for the tie-in. But wh- what made it your worst reviewed? Did would you say that would be your your worst reviewed movie? Uh, of this year, no, not actually. So what what would you say would be your worst reviewed movie on your website? Um, yeah, I have a list. Give me two seconds to pull it up. Of course. Yes. Of okay. Course. Here we go. The suspense. The suspense. Okay. Oh, it's killing me. The worst reviewed movie would be the new Ice Age movie, The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Ooh. I think I gave that, I gave it a one, just one out of five, not even point, 1.5, just a one can, star. Can you go below a one? If uh, you were to go below a one, would you give it less than a one? I mean, I could, but I was being somewhat nice about oh, it. <laughs> what a kind-hearted guy. So what exactly about that movie did you not like? It's not Ice Age. I devoted a whole week of my life before this movie to watch all the Ice Age movies. And I was like, okay, okay, this is pretty good. I like these movies. Because I remember seeing, like, the first or second one in, or no, it was the third one in theaters. And then I was like, okay, let's get into this, because I don't remember all of these. And then I watched them all, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm vibing with these. And then all of a sudden, this new one came out, and I was like, oh, no, 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 turn this off. It's so bad. <laughs> so for anyone who's not aware, um, Ice Age is a long-running animated movie franchise. Yes. There's, like, six movies? I'm, this was the fifth, no, Fifth or sixth one, yeah. Okay. And um, they're making another one yeah. for Disney+. Plus. So um, the Ice Age movies are basically, it's literally about that. It's about the Ice Age, right? So it like, follows a woolly mammoth, it follows a sloth, and a saber-toothed tiger. Uh, just surviving the wilderness is really what it is. And getting all these shenanigans, they get lost. There's a lot of icebergs and global warming jokes. And um, The series itself is really good. Yeah. Like, I like the movies a lot. The um, first three or four pretty solid yeah i enjoyed them all i I wasn't a fan of the one with the pirates oh like Like the orangutan pirate captain the one i didn't like was the space one i think it's collision course see i liked the space one because it was like doomsday it had that doomsday vibe to it which i loved and then scrat is just a freaking riot you know every time he comes on screen it's just pure gold 
Scrat's not even in the new one. That's why I was like, what? Yeah. Why? And then supposedly it was like because licensing licensing issues, and then all of a sudden they came out with Scrat shorts on Disney Plus like two months later. So yeah. I'm like, so what's the point of not having them in the other one? Which it is just... crazy. Don't they own Blue Sky Studios now? Yeah, but I think the character itself was owned by someone else. But then they ended up making shorts after him anyway. So I don't know. Disney's the, wild. The logic is there. If anyone, yeah, the Disney Corporation. They have so many rules and regulations and stuff that they're able to just slide past. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they do it. As but much as I love their entertainment, some of, some of the choices they make are <laughs> beyond me. I don't yeah, know. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. So, uh, Simon Pegg is in that movie, right? He plays yeah, Buck Wild. He's the only one that came back, I think. Or so, him and like two other people. Because uh, uh, Simon Pegg plays Buck Wild in the one with the dinosaurs. Yeah, and then he makes a cameo in the fourth one, and then he's in the fifth one, I think. Okay. Which I love Simon Pegg. Yeah. I think he's wonderful. Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, my God. So uh, next episode, actually, oh, yeah. we're talking about zombies. So zombies That's, that's and... going to be brought up. Zombies and vampires. Yeah, I was going to say vampires. <laughs> yeah, we're getting in the spooky season. It's yes, going to be a lot I'm of so fun. I'm so excited. I'm um, ready for Halloween. Oh, that's so much fun. Um, so... That's definitely on your worst reviewed. Uh, One out of five stars. This year, yeah. But okay. What about overall? Overall? Mm, I did not like... I reviewed Green Lantern, the one with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, boy. I know. Everybody hates that movie. Yeah. And I would agree. It was not good at all. I don't know what they were thinking when they had all that VFX. I'm like, Avatar came out two years before that and looks so amazing, and Green Lantern looks literally terrible. So I'm going to get a lot of grief for this, but I'm going to defend Green Lantern. What? Um, not in the way that you would think. I, it's a bad movie. Okay. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but it's not Ryan Reynolds' fault. Oh, yeah. I don't think it is his fault. I would never blame Ryan Reynolds. He's my sugar boo. <laughs> I would never do that to him. He played a wonderful Hal Jordan. Yeah. Um, especially for basing it off of the cartoons that were released back in the 90s. Um, I feel like he did a fan... I almost said fantastic and phenomenal. A phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Make that a new uh, word. It's, it's a TM. That's for me to use only. You guys owe me one dime every time that's said out loud now. Phenomenal. Pay up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, that movie was not good yeah. at all. And DC is still on that terrible movie streak right yeah. now, unfortunately. I don't know. I think they might be. Actually, no. I have no faith in Black Adam and Shazam 2, maybe. Black Adam actually looks pretty good. Really? I'm yeah. not. I mean, Dr. Fate's in it, bro. Like, yeah. that's going to be so cool. I guess. Pierce Brosnan. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. It just. I don't know. It looks a little, a little weird to me. So well, it's different because it's we're we're watching a superhero movie from the villain's point of view. It has that Venom vibe to yeah, it, you know. Which I love Venom. Where you you're like, they don't have enough details on it for for I almost said Shazam for Black Adam. Yeah. But um, obviously Venom's an antihero, right? And you're kind of rooting for the antihero in this one because there's worse things out there than him. Mm-hmm. Um. But when it comes to Black Adam, he's just a jerk, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know how they're going to have any redeeming qualities for this character. I'm not familiar enough with the character 
to know. Um, but uh, hopefully DC can just pull its head out of its butt and get it all taken care of. Fingers crossed. Um, now, from worst to best, what would you say is your best-reviewed movie? Actually, can I take a guess? Yeah. Okay. So you have 200 movies in your archive right now. Yeah. Is it Elvis? No. Elvis is not one of the best-rated, but it is one of my favorite, or one of my best-reviewed movies of this year. Ever? No. So, okay, that's fair. Uh, Elvis is also great, if anyone hasn't seen I it. I love, 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 love Elvis so Very much. Very good. I, I cried. I could end. talk about this movie for days. <laughs> we only have an hour for this podcast, though, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll contain myself. So Okay, so what would be your highest um, rated movie? Um, um, here's a few. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home, 5 okay. out of 5. Absolutely adored that movie. Okay. Um, when Harry Met Sally. I still haven't seen that oh either. Oh, my God. That's the one with uh, Billy Crystal, right? Yes. Okay. I absolutely adored that movie. I always confuse that one with You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Totally so, different No, things. I know. I'm, I'm embarrassed <laughs> to admit that, but here it is. It's out in the public waves now. Um, King Richard from last year. That was my second favorite movie of last year. Five out of five. And then one of my favorite movie musicals, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, fantastic. I am in love with that movie. It's so good. It is really good. So good, which is actually a great transition into our next segment. Yes. Um, is talking about what's new in the news. Okay. Movie okay. news, movie news. So I only bring this up because Little Shop of Horrors was um, created, well, the lyrics and the music were created by Alan Menken, whom we actually met indirectly. Yes. We got to see him at D23. Not this year. This is like 2019? No. 2018? 2017. Stop. Yeah. That's such a long time ago. It was crazy. That was a great show, though. Yeah. Watching Alan Menken perform live. He played all of his classics, but he brought up Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't even like just Disney. It was like everything he's ever done. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And um, obviously, D23 just passed. Yes. And um, it was a big year. It's a very big year, considering, you know, with COVID happening. So D23 is supposed to happen every two years. That's how Disney creates their schedule. Um, we had, I went in 2015 mm -hmm. by myself because I am a lonely human being back then. I I didn't invite Stacy back then either. I'm sorry, babe. But, <laughs> uh, oh, no, you know what? We did. She lost her ticket. We weren't oh, able to go that amazing. year. amazing. I know. So I was, we went to... Uh, the Waffle House across the street instead. Uh, Roscoe's. Oh. The Roscoe's Waffle House. Oh, that place is so good. Um, so um, I was able to go that year by myself. Um, and then two years later, 2017 hit, we invited you. Yeah. We and we all together. got to go together. Um, super fun. Oh, three Not, days. Tiring. That was, was a very <laughs> long adventure that weekend yeah. for sure. Not a crazy amount of news. That released that one? That's when they introduced Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we only went to two of the three major panels, I think. We only went to the parks and then the Disney, like the Disney Pixar panel. The, yeah, the animation panel. Yeah. So the animation panel was fantastic. That's when they introduced uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. We got to see the first footage yeah. of that where Vanellope was on the Disney website and she sees the Disney princesses which was hilarious. Yeah. That was probably the best scene in the entire movie. 
the only good thing about that movie. So, ooh, we got some fighting uh, words here. Ooh, gosh. Yeah, no. I am um, the number one Ralph Breaks the Internet hater. Oh, man. Ralph's about to break something, bro. Yeah. My God. <laughs> I can um, take on Ralph. So, uh, sorry, the lights went off. <laughs> Dude, that was so, I hate this. I hate this. They just, they scare me. Especially with spooky season around the corner. And we're going to be uh, talking about serial killers. In the I know. It's coming <laughs> in the dark. Yes. That'll be fun. That's an adventure. So amazing. <laughs> um, so um, we got to see all that stuff. That's also when they introduced Frozen 2. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Uh, they didn't show any footage. Oh, okay. They're just like, they were making jokes about the title, though. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, um, we're sticking with Frozen 2. It's not going to be called Frozen Meals. It's not going to be called Frozen Again. It's not going to be called Refrozen. Like, you know, they're just making jokes on the yeah. title. Um, and they brought up um, a couple other titles um, from, like, Disney Toon. They were doing, like, another Planes movie or Which... something. Literally got shut down, like, yeah. I think a year after they yeah. got um, And um, that was fun. But I wasn't able to make it to the theme park panel. I went to my own panel at that time. Yeah. So you and Stacy went over to the theme park panel. Yeah. And you got to experience the reveal of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. They showed oh, the, yeah, the yeah. 2.5 effects. Yeah. The, right? 3.2, right? 2.5, yeah. 2.5, so it's like a mix between 2D and 3D. Yeah. Um, and they, like, decorated the entire stage, and, like, Mickey, like, flipped a switch or something, and all yeah. these cool effects it was, happened. It was, that panel was a lot of fun. So that's what I heard. I'm really bummed I missed it. So I was that loser that went to the Disney Interactive panel for their video games, and I was super excited because Kingdom Hearts plays a big um, role in my life. And um, they showed the first first footage of Kingdom Hearts 3, um, and they revealed the Toy Story world at my panel, and that was really fun. But that's the only reason I went. I got a free poster out of it, so hey. that was cool. But um, other than that, like, they talked like Disney Infinity, which didn't last very long after oh, that. I love that game so much. So much fun. Um, they talked about um, a few other things here and there that were like sort of kind of Disney-related, like Battlefront and you know the Star Wars games and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, but do you remember what else they talked about at the theme park panel back then? Um, hmm. I think they gave an update on Galaxy's Edge because they had the model there too. I do the, remember that. Um, oh gosh, that was so long ago. Um, oh, Pixar Pier. I'm pretty sure that was oh, announced that's too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that's I think all I can remember. Okay. I mean, the, that's probably the biggest news back then. Yeah. If you remember it now, that's that's when you know. Especially like, because everybody was angry about Pixar Pier. Yeah. And literally everybody and their mother was online. Blasting Disney, for which that. is crazy because I love Pixar Pier. I think it's so much. It's a fun land. It's better than the original. Yeah. I, I miss California Screaming. Yeah, but um, I really enjoyed the the new. Um, I almost said cake. The new layover yeah. that they have now. Um, but I was not able to go to D twenty three this year. Um, but you were. Yes. Yes. Only Would for you Friday. Over? Only but. only on Friday? Yeah, I didn't go so, all three. But Friday was a big day. Yeah. They had a lot of news they released that day. I only kept up through, um, like, Facebook and all that stuff when yeah. the companies were sharing the information. Yeah. Um, but what were you able to experience at D23? Yeah, okay. Um, well, first when we got there, um, 
it was kind of a mess. The lines to get in were short, and then they made us go into like this big hall, and we waited for like 45 minutes to an hour to actually get into the expo. Oh my god. Yeah, it was kind of stressful, but I mean, once we got in, we just had fun. Um, so the expo itself was pretty, pretty fun. They had all the areas, like the Pixar area, the Disney area, the Marvel area, and so we got to see all the costumes, concept art for the movies, their upcoming movies, past movies, so that was a lot of fun. And then the panel I went to was the Disney Studio Showcase where they showed Disney live action, Pixar, and Disney animation. And that was like such a great panel. I mean, I didn't even go to the Marvel one, but I would say it was better than that one. So what was your favorite part about that panel? Little Mermaid, hands Little down. Mermaid. Oh, that's I another controversial thing that's going around the internet right now. Well, We're not going to dive too deep into yeah. that. It's a little early in the podcast. The haters can back off. Thank you. Literally, oh my, sorry. Let me not get carried away. (laughs) Chloe and Hallie are my favorite artists ever. I love them. So when Hallie was announced as Ariel, I was literally like so excited. I could not stop sharing it with everyone I knew. It was like the main topic for like three months of my life. (laughs) Um, So when they started talking about it at the expo, I was like, oh, they're just going to show the first trailer. And then they actually showed all of Part of Your World. They have it completed for the movie. That's like their only thing I said. I think they said that was the only thing that they had completed. Um, And it was beautiful. I think it's better than the original. I agree. It was a beautiful rendition. They did a great job on that one, for sure. Um, So that was your favorite of that panel. Yes. What else did they talk about on that panel? Any any big news that you can Um, reciprocate? Obviously, the... I feel like besides Little Mermaid, the biggest was um, Inside Out 2, which, a uh, controversial take here, I am not the biggest Inside Out fan. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not bad, but I don't think it's as, ma- it's like, I don't think it's as great as people say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. And plus, I don't know if you've heard the drama surrounding this sequel already. Have you? No. no? Okay. What drama are you talking about? Well, I don't know if it's officially confirmed because the source was a former writer for the Hollywood Reporter so he kind of has sources Um, but he said that Bill Hader and Mindy Kaling aren't coming back for the film because Amy Poehler was offered five million for the role or to come back as Joy and uh, Bill and Mindy were only offered 100k yeah and Disney upped the amount but uh, it wasn't said how much but uh, they still pass. So. Do you have a source on that by any chance? Yeah, I think his name's uh, Matthew Baloney. He's on Puck News. Um, he was a former writer for the Hollywood Reporter, so he has sources for a couple of years, and he's an, he's um, he's confirmed some other scoops before, like the new Zendaya movie Challengers. He announced that before everybody else, and so. I'm I'm leaning towards believing it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a pretty reliable source yeah. overall, for sure. Oh my God, that's that sucks because Mindy Kaling is just wonderful. Yeah, she's so talented. Oh, Bill Hader, man, he's an amazing so, actor. There better not be any Bill Haters out there, though. See what I <laughs> but, did there? Um, yeah. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I know that Amy Poehler was at. The expo. Yeah, she was the only one there besides um, Pete Doctor, which he isn't even directing. It's a whole new creative team, I think. That's what I, yeah, I did hear yeah. that. So he was just like 
transitioning then, I guess, from like, hey, yeah. I did this, remember me? <laughs> but I'm not doing the next one. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I mean, it's going to be a similar thing to how they did Toy Story 3 to Toy Story 4. It was a completely different director for Toy Story 4. Yeah. Uh, which, to be fair, I love Toy Story 4. I think it's better than... Two and three. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's going to be a lot of haters for you and me out on the internet right yeah, now, dude. The I'm amount of movies sorry. I haven't seen, the amount of movies you're dissing right now. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's, we'll, we'll dive more into that a little bit later, too. Uh, uh, not this episode. Yeah. But uh, when we have time, of course. Just to wrap up the D23 stuff, or the panel, um, they showed footage for Haunted Mansion. Looks good. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it looked good. Jared Leto's in it, yeah. He's playing Hatbox Ghost. They showed a quick, like, I want to say less than a second shot of Hatbox Ghost, and I couldn't make it out. Uh, but I don't remember it that well. Oh. And the footage didn't leak online like Little Mermaid did, so I was oh. like, I can't check. But they they kind of confirmed it. The director was like, oh, there's a rumor online that Jared Leto's in it, and I may or may not, or it may, it may or may not be true or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he said that. They also showed like a 30 second sizzle reel of Snow White. Looks. Oh, yeah. Not... There's also a lot of controversy behind Snow White. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Gal Gadot. I thought she was great in the first Wonder Woman, and then everything else she's been in is like not good. Like, I don't know. It's just not. She's not my type of actress. So, is that why you didn't like Ralph Breaks the Internet? It's because of Gal Gadot. Oh, no. I forgot she was in so, that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That would explain so much if you're not a fan of her. No, no. Because I. I love the first Wonder Woman. It's like one of my favorite DC. So really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, I don't know, the costumes look really cheap. Um, I mean, I get that they just wrapped filming like maybe two months ago, so everything's pretty early in post-production, but um, it's directed by Mark Webb, the guy that did 500 Days of Summer and the two Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a weird choice, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, good for them. Doing something new. Yes. Right? Um, not what I would have gone for. Me too. But good for them. Yes. I mean, obviously, they have a lot of faith in this person to, yeah. to move forward with such a uh, crazy project. Yeah. You know? um, that comes out March of 2024. March of 2024. Mark it on your calendars. Hopefully, we'll still be around doing podcasts at yeah. that time. Yes. So, fingers crossed. Um, so, anything else from D23 that you want to add? Uh, yeah. One last thing. Also coming out March of 2024 is Pixar's new movie. I think it was pronounced Elio. Elio? Elio? Yeah. What is that? I never heard about that one. What it was. That? It's about a young boy. He gets accidentally sent up into space and becomes Earth, the Earth's ambassador in like an alien like union, like a United Nations type that thing. But awesome. for aliens, it looked so freaking cute. Did they show footage? They showed concept art, and okay. I think only one of them, or two pictures are out there, I think. Pixar posted them, but they showed a little bit more at the, um, at the panel, and it looks so cute. And they, um, America Ferreira is the little boy's mom. I don't remember the actor that's playing the little boy, or Elio, mm -hmm. but he was so cute. He was like, I don't know, he just seemed... So amazing in the his little time being there. So So and that was March of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Both okay. Elio and Snow White come out I think in like three weeks of each other. So what you're saying is that Elio is gonna wipe the floor with Snow White. <laughs> Unfortunately I don't think so. But oh. but well money or box office wise, yes. Or okay. no, box office wise no. <laughs> but um 
I think critics wise, yes. I think okay. Elio will be way above Snow White. Oh, I cannot the... agree more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the animated movies always do better than the live action anyway. It shows in the gross, yeah. it shows in the uh overall popularity when it comes to reviews and stuff. Um which um, I'm excited for. I again I love animated movies, I'm always there for it. Um that's exciting. Yeah. Glad you got to experience that. Did you buy any merch when you were there? What did I buy? Um, no, they gave us two posters. One for Strange World, which comes out November. Which looks wonderful. If anyone hasn't seen the extended trailer that just released a couple days ago, I strongly recommend it. Yeah. It looks really good. And then they gave us a poster for Elemental, the new Pixar movie that comes out June of next year. And that's about like the water people and the fire people? Yeah, it's like... It, do uh, you know how, like, in Zootopia, there's, like, the four or the three villages or type thing, like the water? Yeah. yeah. It's the like that, tundra. but with the elements. Oh. And then there's, it's a love story between a fire or a woman made of fire and a guy made of water. It's like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it looked good. They showed a clip, but not all of the animation was done. But from what it seemed like, it seemed pretty good. Pretty good. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And so did you say you got merch? Um, not really. It, uh, if it was free, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the two posters, but you didn't go to like the, the little gift shop that's over yeah, there? No, the, they, that was the one thing I didn't like. They used virtual queues for every store there, if it, or every Disney-owned store. Like oh. the smaller stores yeah. where you could just go whenever. But um, I got a few pins from the Hollywood store, the Disney Hollywood Studio store, which is just a pin store. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. That was like the only Disney merch, but I also bought um, some socks from the sock store because it was all Disney-themed socks. Fine. And what I were on your socks? Um, Hercules, obviously. Hercules, obviously. And then a Pizza Planet-themed sock or Ooh. pair of socks. So, so is it Pizza Planet like the truck or like the actual location? Uh, it's the logo. It, it, lo- it looks Planet? like the pizza box, you know. Does it? Does it look like our logo? Do we have to, like, is it, like, copywritten? Are we going to get in trouble oh, for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, those virtual queues, man, they're going to be the, the death of us, yeah. you know. Uh, Disneyland is notorious for them right now. If anyone's been to Disneyland recently, it's virtual queues for everything. Yeah. Um, which is actually a great transition going from theme park to theme park. What did we do last weekend, Nathan? Last Saturday, we went to Universal Studios for Halloween Horror Night. And I am still recovering voice-wise. Really? Uh, my voice typically doesn't sound like this. Uh, these very smooth bass tenor tones that oh. come along with it. Oh, <laughs> um, but like, I'm still coughing and clearing my throat and stuff at work um, because of that night. I, I don't think I've ever screamed that much at... I mean, we've been doing this for the last couple years. Yeah, the, this is our third event. To, well, my third event, but this was your fourth or fifth, right? I, I think it was the fourth, yeah, yeah together, that we've done it at least. Yeah, it together, was the, this three, is our third, yeah. yeah. Um, super, super fun. Oh, yeah, way oh better gosh. than last year. Oh, my God. Last year was kind of bad. Yeah. Um, so it's still a little early inside the Holly, Holly, the Halloween season. Get it? Hol- like Hollywood, Holly, right? Add um, that to the made-up word list. So I'm gonna have a huge <laughs> trademark list by the end of this episode. It's gonna be phenomenal. So, fit, okay, pay up. Sorry. <laughs> um, so for anyone who's planning on going, we strongly recommend. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, honestly, this is probably one of their better ones they've had in a yeah. long time. Um, 
a lot of different ticket options this yes. year. I would recommend doing the ticket level we did, which was the 2 p.m., where you get to go in at 2 p.m., which is like maybe three or four hours before the event actually starts. And I think it helped us a lot, especially because we got into the weekend maze a little bit earlier than usual. Yeah. And then when we made our way to the top, um, everybody was lined up for the opening uh, ceremony. Mm -hmm. So we got to knock out um, the Horror Hotel and La Llorona, like, I want to say like five minutes, or like yeah, we just like, hopped in. Yeah, I was going to say combined total waiting time between um, La Llorona and um, the, 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 the hotel one. Um, I want to say we were probably in line between both of them for like 20 minutes. Yeah, we walked right into hotel. Like we, yeah. I don't, I wasn't mentally prepared for that. Like I was like, <laughs> oh, we still have like a good 20 minutes because that's what the wait time says. And we turned a corner and we're there. I was like, oh Surprise. my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, it was really cool this year. They did a really good yeah. job. Um, for anyone who goes or wants to go, there are a lot of different ticket options. We are not sponsored by Universal Studios in any free way. Free promo. Um, free promo for Universal Studios. If you do want to promote us, Universal Studios, though, we would love to be there yes. to do a podcast live, hopefully this time next year. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, however, um, the 2 the two p.m. Um, date to get in was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Definitely the best choice. We got a head start, like yeah. Nathan was saying. Um, uh, the lower lot was kind of... Um, Crowded, it was a I want to say. Yeah, yeah. mess crowd-wise. Um, they had, is it four mazes in the lower lot? They had three. It was the weekend, the weekend, Killer Clowns, and Universal Monsters. That's Which were, we did all mazes that no. were down there. No, we didn't do Killer Clowns. Yeah, that was the only one we didn't do out of all of the nine. Out of the yeah. nine mazes. So we did eight out of the nine. Uh, we were there until freaking 2.30 in the morning. Not even 2.30. We left the park like at 3. Um it was, it was a long night. Yeah, but, my legs were hurting like oh, two days after. But realistically speaking, with the price that we paid to be there for 12 hours yeah. and to be able to do all the mazes that way, at least we wanted to, mm -hmm. I felt like it was a really good uh, yeah. payment overall. Um, what was your favorite maze this uh, year? Definitely La Llorona. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, was it the effects? Was it the actors? Um, I think it, I, it just felt very... It felt very consistent, like the scares, like they were evenly paced and no black walls at all. It was all themed. Which they're also notorious for, yeah. are the black walls, specifically taking like corners or going from scene to scene. There's yeah. like a random black space, which is not fun. Yeah, especially because you can tell like, oh, this is where they do the shift changes, which I thought uh, La Llorona did a very good job of, like disguising where these actors came in and out, mm -hmm. um, you know. Uh, yeah, and, you know, it just felt very, like, there was a story there. Like, the beginning, you were like, oh, you're in a chapel, and then you kind of went into, like, a deep, the deeper lore, I guess mm -hmm. you could say, of yeah. the La Llorona story. Have you, are you familiar with the story at all? Um, loosely. I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, an expert in it, but I kind of know what it's about. So. Did you watch the movie? No. no. So I this maze was based off the movie, from it my is? understanding. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is why it gets really crazy at the end. Yeah, um, but I hear it's really Americanized. It's not really doesn't yeah. stick with the source material very well. Um, but I hear it's good. Oh. I hear it's fun overall. Um, yeah, that was a good one though. That was a good one. I really like the Scarecrow one. Scarecrow the, Scarecrow the Reaping. One? Yeah. Oh man. That oh, one man. got I'm, me at the end, dude. I'm telling you. So that was the last maze we did for the night. Yeah. And that was a walk on. 
Yeah, Ex we waited not like five the, minutes. What, what's the, the not the fast pass? Express. The express. So the oh express lane God. had priority all night, and that got a little frustrating after some time. But um, yeah, that maze was the last maze that we did, and we were thrilled that we got to hit it. But when we were all finished and we all got home, we had a, a text actually from was it from you or from Hammond about the scare actors? Oh, Stacy. Stacy said that, that um, not, or it was like there was a lot of actors missing when we went. I, I don't know if we got it during a shift change or just people went home early. I'll say it's the end of the night. Yeah, it was literally like almost. It was like around two thirty, two forty-five when we went in. So or no? No, no, no. No, two. It was two it was when like, we went. Yeah, I'll say like one forty-five, one fifty. Because they close it off at two. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was enough scare actors for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it got if, me a few times. If it was full of scare actors, I don't think I would have made it through. Yeah. Especially that last scene when you were, like, getting uh, reached out from, yeah. from all angles. You know, that was, was yeah. scary. And I'm pretty sure there was still some missing there because there was, uh, there was three that got us. It was, like, a scarecrow, an actual crow-looking dude, and then oh, yeah. one from the side. I don't remember what it was, but there was, like, an empty spot. I was like, okay, there's supposed to be four here. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that wasn't there, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, oh, my gosh, that was so much fun, though. Yeah. So shout out to Universal Studios for giving us a great time. Thank you so much for letting us uh, be a part of that. And, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a blast. Yeah. Blast and a half. Um, so for those of you who are tuning in, um, that whole section, that first uh, 45 minutes or so that we've been talking um, was supposed to be last week's episode. We were yeah. having some technical <laughs> difficulties last week where we weren't able to actually hit everything that we wanted to. In fact, one of the microphones weren't even working, um, which was fun. Yeah, it was a blast oh, just man. sitting here trying to listen. To <laughs> we were here for, for how long? I want to say like an hour. And then like I want to say an hour later we were already at Universal. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that was, a, that was on Saturday. Yeah, we... So we got here first thing Saturday morning. We tried to film... Um, we didn't know anything about the product that we're using, so yeah. we were still kind of playing around with it. And um, we were definitely prepared. <laughs> so we were super prepared, so professional. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so that whole section that we just talked about was just last week's episode. But basically, how this entire podcast works is that um, it's not going to go that deep every single week. Yeah. We're going to be talking about our favorite movies and this and that. That's just supposed to be the fluff of the first episode to yeah. get you guys introduced to us you know we want you guys to be comfortable um hearing what we like what we dislike that way hopefully um you'll have someone that you can kind of connect with and someone that you can be like yeah i see where he's coming from i understand that or you can just be like nah wrong absolutely wrong so um but um every week um we're gonna at least we're gonna try our best to do one review of a movie yeah so this week it's our newest movie um, the next couple weeks, because we're going into spoopy, spoopy season, it's going to be movies that have been released for a while yeah. um, for each of our different genres, which we'll go ahead and dive into at the very end of this. Yeah, but there'll um, still be some recent Halloween movies. Like uh, yeah. Next week will most likely be Hocus Pocus 2. And Is that going to be out already? That's coming out this Friday. Oh, my God. Or by the time this airs, it'll be the day it came, come out. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And then, ben Midler is back, baby. Oh, everybody's back. I'm excited. Man, it's going to be good. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll give you guys the whole rundown um, at the end of this episode. Yeah. But um, this week, 
we're doing a brand brand new review. It just released today. Technically, oh no, today's Saturday. No, it released yesterday. It yesterday. <laughs> but when did you see it? I saw it Thursday night. Thursday night. At what time? Uh, 7 p.m. He was the first person in the entire world to see this. Oh uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> How full was your theater? It was packed to the walls with Harry Styles fans, oh, including my myself and my friends. Hey, um, you went for Harry Styles? Oh, okay. uh, it was like 75% Florence Pugh, and then the rest was Harry Styles. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say, I am super in it for Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, she's one of my new favorite actresses. But me too. She's so good, um, but I'm also a sucker for Chris Pine. I oh, can, yeah. Oh, man. And then Nick Kroll is in this movie too? For like two minutes. So, <laughs> but he's credited. Why is he not? I, longer? He's, he's, yeah, I know. I love Nick Kroll. Yeah, I think he's so funny. Um, but this week we are reviewing Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Don't Worry Darling. I did not see this movie. No. So I want to. But, but first. But first. The trailers before Don't Worry Darling. <gasps> yes. What did you see? What's being so, released? From the three or four I can remember, which I think that was it, there was. Bros, which comes out on Friday. Which looks super good. I'm so hyped for that. That's real good. I'm going to try and see it this or coming weekend. That's with, um, for those of you who don't know, it's with Billy Eichner. Yes. As a lead role, which is very rare for his, I know. for him as an actor. Yeah, it's like one of the first major gay rom-coms yeah. from a major studio. And it looks really, really good. It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Pay up. <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay, so Bros is coming out. Yes. Um, what else is being released that you can remember at least? Um, from the following week after Bros is Amsterdam with Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift, and like 20 more people. That movie looks bonkers. I'm so hyped for that movie. I have no idea what that movie's about. I don't either. I just know somebody <laughs> it's, dies. It's, it looks insane. Like how they edited together that trailer. Yeah. Uh, they, the marketing team did a great job, and I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm going to be surprised going in there. I have no idea what to expect. Yep. Yeah. Um, next was Shazam, Fury of the Gods. <gasps> yes. I thought the first one was only okay, but I did really like this new tra or the trailer that they put out a few weeks ago. I really liked it, so I'm excited. It Perfect. It was supposed to come out this December, but now it's coming out March of next year. Oh, not too bad. Just a couple months. Yeah. So, yeah, Zachary Levi is a great Shazam. They did a great choice picking. Yeah. And then lastly was Black Adam, but we kind of already went over that. Yeah. I mean, we have one person who's excited, and we have one person who's Nathan. So. What? <laughs> Hold on. Um, but, all right. So we got a couple movies to look forward to. We actually might be reviewing a couple of those movies. Um when the time gets closer for them to review. I know I'm going to definitely be talking about Shazam. I'm yes. a big superhero guy, so um, I'll be on top of that. Um, but tell us a little bit about Don't Worry Darling. For those of you who don't know what it is, um, Just, would you be able to give us like a brief synopsis? Yeah. Um, usually the first paragraph of my reviews on postcreditreviews.com. I lost track of the amount of plugs, but... Uh, it's pretty high up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's basically a synopsis. But if you really haven't heard of this movie, which is pretty rare after everything that's been going down, yeah. Um, basically, this movie is directed by Olivia Wilde. Um, this is her second feature film. 
it follows a couple named Jack and Alice. They live in the 1950s in a town called Victory, California. You know, while everything seems perfect, Alice, is no Alice notices that her surroundings have, seen, have some hidden secrets nobody's allowed to know. Yeah. Um, so after, you know, weeks upon drama, like I said, Don't Worry Darling is out now. Um, right now, it's sitting at a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is... Is that the actual Rotten Tomato score? Yeah. Oy. Um, yeah. I think that's a little unfair. I think okay. it should be at least maybe like 50 to 60%, which, I mean, it's not too much higher, but it's... An, I think a fresh tomato is... You think that deserves a fresh tomato? Yeah, I think... But a fresh tomato, isn't that like a perfect score? I'm not familiar with how... Um, how uh, rotten tomatoes. Works. I think everything fifty nine percent and below is rotten, and then sixty and up is fresh. Oh, so okay. basically, that makes sense. yeah, I would say sixty. So it's like borderline fresh, borderline rotten. Okay. Um, what I liked most about the movie was definitely Florence Pugh. It was, or she was so good. Literally one of the best performances of the year. I would say her, Austin Butler, um, who else? Who else? Um, Mia Goth, her ex. Perfect. You know, Jenna Ortega and Scream, that was another one. Um, she's up, uh, Florence Pugh's up there with them. Um, it's basically, um, I thought Florence Pugh was the best. Harry Styles, you know, I like to make the joke that they, there was a reason he has no lines in Dunkirk. And, you know, it's a joke, it's a joke, but then sometimes he proves me right, um, especially with this movie. Um, he's not terrible. But he can't do an American accent. And I think they noticed that while filming because just like at a random point in the film, he was, some character was like, oh, you're British. And you're like, what? You're British? Why are you British? Like, it doesn't make sense until... Wait, one of the characters actually said that? Yeah. <laughs> they called him out. Yeah, they were like, oh, like a, uh, a British person like you. And you're like, what? Like, it oh. doesn't make sense because this is supposed to be like an all-American California town, like suburban town. Um, yeah. Uh, but everybody else was pretty good. Olivia Wilde um, was solid. Chris Pine was pretty great. Um, and then in the smaller roles was Nick Kroll and Gemma Chan, Kiki Lane. They were all fantastic. Yeah. Um, the main problem with the movie is that it kind of just ended. Like, and I wanted more, especially after the big twist. There's a huge twist in this movie, so be careful for spoilers. Um, and the twist was, I thought, was pretty good. It was modern, innovative, especially to the more kind of cookie-cutter mystery movies that have recently come out. Um, but this one felt unique, and I thought we were going to delve more into it. I was like, I was ready for like a good extra 15, 20 minutes to just explore this twist and how these characters react to it. Um, but no, it just kind of, the twist was like said and it ended. I was like, okay, that kind of sucks. So with that, I mean, first off, I've, I've only seen the trailer, clearly. I haven't seen the movie yet. What would you say the genre of this movie was? I know you brought up, you know, the mystery aspect behind it, but would you consider it a mystery genre? I would say it's more psychological thriller, but it definitely has those mystery moments, especially when Florence Pugh's character, Alice, is... Uh, kind of investigating on what is going on in this town. Like, there's clues, and especially through, like, the visual cues, like, um, there's, like, TVs in the movie, 
where you can see like footage playing and you're like, oh, what's that? Does that have to do with later on in the movie? Because you can clearly tell something's not right. And Olivia Wilde and her uh, her screenwriter, uh, hold on, where's the name? Oh, Katie Silberman. They really, they insert a lot of cute, uh, clues and hints to like what could happen in the future. And I really enjoyed that. And plus there was a lot of like deep topics in this movie. Like, um, it's not just like, oh, this twist is like for shock value only. Like, no, there's some deep messages in here that, you know, you hardly ever see in like mainstream media recently. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, it's just it was it was nice to see in a movie like this, especially from a big studio like Warner Brothers. So, would you say it has like a lot of social commentary um, based on like today's uh, society? Yes, but it's not in your face. You know, like movies where it's like they kind of shove it down your throat and it's not in like the best, uh, it's not like... Not the, in good taste. Yeah, yeah, this one felt very natural and it didn't kind of like, oh, uh, these are, this is what happened, this is what's happening today and you need to realize it. It kind of just felt more kind of woven in with the story or the, like the reality. So it just felt natural. Yeah. It was, and that's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it feel more realistic that way. I just wish Olivia Wilde kind of went more with it. She did a good job setting it up, and I think she could have pushed it even farther and made it even a better movie. Because right now I have it at a 3.5 out of 5, because obviously the hairstyles are not the best, um, and the script definitely has a lot of pacing issues. Um, I was kind of like, okay, what this? Uh, it was about an hour into the movie, and I was like, okay, let's start ramping this up because it got a little boring a little bit like towards I want to say the 30 45 minute mark but um once the twist is revealed it kind of like goes faster and faster and faster and then it just ends and you're like okay well that sucks because I really wanted to see more that's really upsetting yeah I mean that's good that it, I mean 3.5 out of 5 stars isn't that bad yeah though. that's a pretty comfortable score um I mean all things considered with you know, the Rotten Tomato score that was delivered earlier that, uh, you said 36%? 37, yeah. 37. Um, not, not the best, but it's good that there's some people who are receptive to, you know, what it's actually supposed to be, who are, who are experiencing it yeah, right now. Yeah, and you know? I'm pretty sure the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is like around an 87%, so I think audiences are loving it a lot more than critics are. And I kind of want to say the critics are a little influenced um, about what's happening around the movie, just a little bit, especially because I don't think the movie's that bad, especially um, in this day and age where so many other movies are just being predictable. This is, feels more unique and out-of-the-box type thing. So I'm actually glad that you brought that up because that seems to be a big theme for a lot of movies nowadays with critics having the really low scores and audience are being just like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Like, the score, it's a great movie, you know what I mean? Um but you did mention that they're being influenced more than likely because of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not super familiar with what's happening behind the scenes. Obviously, there's that joke and those memes and stuff running around online about Harry Styles um, spitting in Chris uh, Pine's lap yeah. during... It, was it one of the premieres? It was the Venice Film Festival premiere. Which, you know, has been debunked a couple times online. Yeah. Everyone's saying that didn't actually happen and um, Harry and Chris both came out and said, no, that didn't actually happen. That's not a thing, you know, um, but we really don't know. We weren't there, so yeah. we don't know. Um, 
but what other kind of issues were happening on set from what you've seen? I know that, uh, you know, there are some issues with um, um, Olivia Wilde and yeah. some of the cast members and stuff, but uh, what specifically um, do you remember about the behind the scenes? Yeah, just a quick timeline. Um, basically, a TikTok came out a few years ago, or not a few years ago, a few months ago, um, I want to say like early this year or late last year, where it's this like TikTok account that does anonymous drama, and one of them was around the movie. It was basically saying that Olivia Wilde wasn't taking it seriously because she was getting closer to Harry Styles because they are together as a couple. Um, and Florence Pugh had to like take over the movie basically and kind of help bring it to an end or to get it on time, like the filming on time. So that was basically that. And then it kind of got big after a little bit because um, the Instagram account Demois, like the major celebrity source news kind of picked up on it a little. And then it faded away, and then once the promotion started, everything came out about Olivia Wilde firing Shia LaBeouf, and then Shia LaBeouf saying he quit, because he was originally supposed to play Jack, Harry Styles' character. But that was, like, forever ago. Yeah. Like, when the movie was first pitched, and it was first introduced, like, into um, the entertainment world, is that this was supposed to be, like, Shia LaBeouf's big comeback. Yeah. I do remember reading about that, um, but I don't know what that time frame was, like how long he was actually connected to the project until he decided to quote-unquote quit or quote-unquote yeah. like get let go. It was only a few months, I want to say, like two or three. <clears throat> and it was like it, it, it was like in the beginning of the process, like the rehearsals starts, or the rehearsals, which lasts like two or three months depending on the movie. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was, and then it came back recently this August with, um, video of Olivia Wilde kind of begging Shia LaBeouf to come back, calling Florence Pugh Miss Flo and saying that she needs to just kind of like uh, hope, like solve the differences between them. But then, I don't know, it just got way out of proportion and then the Florence Pugh is not doing promotion for the film and it just came out, like I want to say a few days ago that, uh, I don't know how credible this is because it came from, I think, Vulture. Um, they basically said, that there was a screaming match on set between Florence and Olivia, and that um, Florence went up to Toby Emmerich, the Warner Brothers, uh, ahead of Warner Brothers film, I'm pretty sure, and he was like, or she said that she wasn't gonna do promotion for the film, like they wanted to re uh, like kind of change her contract a little bit. Um, again, I don't know how credible that is, because it came from a site that I don't think delves into that type of stuff. <laughs> so. I mean, that would make sense though, because she didn't do any promotion yeah, she for did. it. Venice Film Festival. And that was and, it. Yeah. And she posted, like, a few pictures on Instagram about it. and like. Well, I, I would hope so. She's yeah. starring in that movie. You know, she's the big face on the poster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I would hope that she did some sort of that. She did, like, her own marketing for the film, basically. Yeah. Um, she didn't follow the traditional ways of doing it. But, um, yeah, I heard there was a lot of um, conflict between Florence and uh, Olivia and... Um, I, I get, like you said, you don't. We don't know how um, legit that source is, but that wouldn't surprise me, uh, yeah. based on what I've been reading and based on what I've been seeing. But no one else has come out about it and said anything. Yeah. Right. And they've been trying to kind of disguise it as Florence is filming Dune Two, the Dune sequel, right now. But then Timothy Chalamet was literally at Venice Film Festival for. Her more days than Florence, and, and he's, he's the, the lead. star of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not an excuse. Yeah, but, it, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of have to separate 
the drama from the movie, I think, like the final product. Um, it go, that's different for every movie, not, I'm just saying for this one, you have to like separate it, especially because it's like kind of petty drama. It's just like back and forth, back and forth. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, at the end of the day, the film, not the best, but I wouldn't say it's the worst of the uh, the year. It's in the middle of not the worst of the year. No. I think that's a great way to rate it. Very diplomatic of you, sir. Um, so if you guys want to read deeper into that, of course, besides the audio uh, recording that we just did now, um, another plug, same plug as before. You can go ahead and check it out on postcreditreviews.com. Postcreditreviews.com. It should be the very first link there, right? Yeah, okay. hopefully. <laughs> we haven't checked the website yet. We're not sure how up-to-date it is right I now. I mean, yeah, if you type in literally postcreditreviews.com, it should take you directly to the website. Or no, Well, I mean, like when you're on the website, though, Don't oh, Really Darling should oh, be the yeah, first one. Oh, yeah, it there, should right? be the first one there because yeah. that's the most recent thing I've reviewed. Okay, that would, I, was, I, would, I would hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, excellent. Um, I mean, that was a very non-brutal review. I'm really hoping that down the road you're going to be like, ugh, this movie. No, Let's talk more about this movie. I don't think so. Uh, but, um, so I guess the final question for this movie then, based on your review, would you recommend people to go and see this movie? Yes. Oh, hesitation. Can you explain? Uh, okay, well, because my theater, like I said, it was wall-to-wall Harry Styles fans. Like the, I want to say like ninety five percent of it was just Harry Styles. So like a lot of soccer moms and no, no totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is fine. I love Harry so much. Um, you know, I love his music, um, and that really helped. I think a lot of people were cheering and like screaming or laughing, but it was like in a respectable way. It wasn't like overbearing the movie. It was kind of um, you know, it was just like in a. A respectable way, still watching the movie and being respectful that there's people around. So, so what would your personal recommendation be when it comes to actually seeing this movie? I would say you would try to go in a theater that's more filled. I feel like you'll have a better uh, enjoyment, especially if you buy your tickets on Fandango. You can literally see um, how full the theater is. Not Shout out to Fandango. Yeah, like not sponsored <laughs> by Fandango. Um, but I would definitely go in more of a filled theater if you're comfortable, because I know people are still a little weary. Yeah, with, the, with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it, I had a, a more, I feel like I would have liked it less if I saw it just in a less crowded theater. You would have liked it less or liked it more? Liked it less, because I feel like if I didn't have that energy from the crowd, okay, it would have been just like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Okay. I like when I feel I see movies. I think the audience interaction impacts it just a little bit, and it depends on certain films. Like if it's not like a crowd pleasing film, then obviously it's not going to impact it. But like when I went to go see, what did I see? When I went to go see the Batman, I had a great audience. Elvis too. That my theater clapped and like stood up like four different times throughout the film. Okay. Yeah, and I I but that one was like really warranted. It was really impactful yeah you know? oh for sure for um, sure i mean the first thing that comes to mind for me are the marvel movies yeah a lot of energy in those marvel Same movies spider-man definitely oh, oh spider-man wow. dude the hype was real yeah. for that movie you know with all the andrew garfield and toby Maguire stuff prior it's been past three months everybody so there's gonna be spoilers heads up but yeah, yeah. um yeah i just i just think with all that hype that's behind it i totally get it 
Um, but do you think the hype for Harry Styles in this movie was worth what you experienced in the theater? Yeah. I'm... Like I said, the, uh, having Harry Styles in the movie, I think, was a better choice than Shia LaBeouf. Not acting-wise, but like if we're thinking of, it, thinking of it in a business point of view, yeah. Because I don't think the film would have done that well if it was Shia LaBeouf and Florence Pugh. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah Shia LaBeouf tends to have some issues with people on set anyway. Mm-hmm. He thought the drama was bad now. Yeah, I know. It would have been a little bit more uh, out there with yeah. Shia LaBeouf there. So, um, But that's awesome, man. Um, did, so you enjoyed it overall? Yes. So, and okay. I think people should go see it in a crowded theater if they're comfortable. But I do think you should go see it anyway. It, it might be on HBO Max in like two months. That's true. <laughs> but Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to announce it like in the next month. Be yeah. like, hey, by the way, here's the drop date for Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. Um, okay. So see it in a crowded theater. Do you have a recommendation for theaters? Like what's your go-to theater when you go out and see movies? Um, Harkins. That's my go-to right I love there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really the only theater that shows movies in the right aspect ratio, if it's in, like, the traditional ones. Um, but if not AMC, that's pretty much it. Because AMC's basic, bro. It's basic. I know, but you have to see the Nicole Kidman intro. Oh, my God. So I, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. We come to this place oh. for magic. Bro, if we had... <laughs> the audio for that <laughs> we would be starting our episodes out like that it's if anyone hasn't been to amc in the year 2022 you're missing out or even in 2021 yeah because they, they have like part two for nicole kidman out right now from my understanding like there was a, a intro for her last year they had the same thing it's just they shortened it for like half of 2021 and then somebody made like a petition and it got like a bunch of signatures, so they made. They, now they just show the longer version, but they are filming a new commercial that's supposed to be out like next year. Sometime. That is hilarious. Yeah, and it's all over the internet. I Literally, if you just type in Nicole Kidman so anywhere, the AMC commercial will show up. Yeah. That's how popular. I'm this pretty sure is. you can type in like Nicole Kidman and go to images, and like one of the first few is it's her standing in the rain <laughs> in front of the AMC theater. Pulling off her raincoat. <laughs> ridiculous all right so amc or harkins yeah um, i'm a big cinemark guy would you recommend cinemark oh yeah i do like cinemark especially because yeah. the local one just added the 40x seats yes. i haven't tried it yet but i really would that want... work for don't worry darling or oh do you maybe think that'd no, be... no 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 uh maybe not don't worry darling but i think bullet train bullet train would have worked really well with that i i remember your review for bullet train that might have been the one i was thinking of also oh the, yeah. the... that one i didn't like as much yeah either. that was a uh, that was uh gut-wrenching uh based on your words specifically. Yeah. So um, still fun, though. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. fun movie. Um, all right, perfect. So there we have it, everybody. That's Don't Worry, Darling. Mm-hmm. Um, go see it in theaters, AMC, Harkins, or Cinemark. Regal is still a thing right now, for now, before I they know. go under. I was going to say, <laughs> um, limited amount of time. Limited time only. And they do a lot of good deals, though. Like Regal on Tuesdays, you can watch movies for $6. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you guys want to save a quick buck and you don't want to drop, who I mean, who does, $15 for a ticket oh, nowadays, um, go watch that Regal. Regal, it's it's a decent enough theater. Not to hate on Regal, but it's a decent enough theater. Yeah. It works. It's the job done. All right, so that's our review for this week. Don't worry, darling. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before we end the episode today, I just have a quick game I want to play with you. Uh-huh. Are you down for that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm huge on games. I feel like I'm very Jimmy Fallon when it comes to this. 
I'm just so excited. I can't even wait to explain this to you. So, wow. as we said, impression. It's, <laughs> so I'm I'm hiring. By the way, if anybody wants me as a voice actor, oh, yes. come and get me. Um, <laughs> uh, oh wait, so, you have to do your Rick and Morty impression. Written. <laughs> I don't know if I can with my throat. Oh, the way my that it is. Okay, well we'll save like, her for future episodes. Yeah, oh yeah, there's gonna be plenty of impressions <laughs> down the road for sure. Um, but like my voice squeaks. I tried doing it at work today, and um, it just squeaked a lot. So I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> uh, but we'll get there. Uh, but um, I'm I'm just so excited to to, to play this game with you. Like, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be really fun. So as we said at the beginning of this podcast, I am a terrible film student because I am not familiar too much with film. Um, that was awful <laughs> i i have my degree everybody i just want to make that very clear so i'm i i haven't seen a lot of movies is basically what i'm saying yeah so i i dug a little deep on the internet and i searched for the 100 best movies you should watch before you die there's a lot of different lists out there but i personally chose the one from imdb uh, for those of you who aren't familiar i hope if you're listening to this you know what imdb is i know um, the Internet Movie Database. Wait, and that's what it stands for? That's what it stands for. Whoa. Yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Um, so this is a, it's a bit of an older list, however. So this was created back in uh, February 20th, 2011. That's oh, when wow. it was placed up on the website. And it was last updated on March 2013. So it's still like almost 10 years old. But after going through this list, I strongly agree with a lot of these. These are just very classic, very well-known movies. And a lot of them aren't superhero movies, yeah. which I feel hits a lot of people's lists nowadays, especially with the MCU being as big as I it know. is. Um, these are actually like classic films mm -hmm. that IMDb specifically states that you should watch before you die. Um, so there are a hundred of them. I want everyone to buckle in. Speed run. We are going to do a speed run. Um, not like crazy fast. I know, yeah. Uh, we are not yes, going to... no, no. We're yes. not, yeah. <laughs> not going to talk too deeply about the movies. These are all movies that I'm sure everyone has heard of. If it's like an obscure one, I'll kind of you know reference it a little bit. Um, but I just want to see what your reaction is specifically, Nathan, on um, what I've seen and what I haven't seen. A lot of these are no's. I'm pretty sure most of mine will be no's as well. Uh, but these are movies that we want to watch yeah. before we die. And considering I'm 30 years old, it's just right around the corner, so oh i got to get God. on it. <laughs> All right, you ready? Sorry, the yes. lights went off. That was terrible. Yes, we're ready. <laughs> all right, so starting at the very top, we're going to make our way from 1 all the way down to 100. Seven. There's no necessary order, I feel. Uh, these are based on... Um, Oh, no, there's no list order. They're just kind of thrown in. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Nope. Nope. Goodfellas. No. Nope. Do you know what Goodfellas is? Yes. Okay. And my parents both have been telling me to watch it for I like know. months now. It's a classic. <laughs> they tell I... me to watch all these movies, and I still haven't seen most I'm of them. I'm embarrassed that I haven't seen this movie. And me too. I love mob movies. I think they're just so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking like... 1930s gangsters and stuff. I think yeah. it's just hilarious. Um, but this movie is supposed to be one of the biggest movies of its yeah. time. You know, um, Forrest Gump. Yes. Yes. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Yes. Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. 
No, I've only seen the first one. Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Nope. Back to the Future. Yes. Yes, Back to the Future Part 2. Only seen the first of the trilogy. Really? Yeah. Ooh, you're in for a treat, man. You're in for a treat. There's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, Lord of the Rings, all of them, all uh, three. No. no. I'll delve into that over the summer. Let's <laughs> have more free time. Uh, Casino. No. No? That's I've heard movie. of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, the Godfather. Yes. I have not. Oh, that's a story for another day. That's a, that's a story for another day. Oh, well, before... That's the only one I've seen out of the trilogy, though. Oh, that's that's the only one that matters out of the trilogy. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Matrix. Yes. Yes. Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yes. The Sixth Sense. Yes. Yes. I actually just saw that movie for the first time this summer. Oh, wow. Uh, Rain Man. Yeah, I just watched that recently. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. That's like I a, like it. It's like a, it's the smart one, right, where the guy like is able to count cards or something. Am I thinking of the same? Yeah, yeah. not really the smart no. one, but... <laughs> but he's like he he like knows numbers, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Clearly, everyone's on this podcast is just like, "You're an idiot. Shut up." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's one of the more well, I shouldn't say controversial, but it it does have its it has its like iffy points. Okay. Okay. Uh, equilibrium. No. No. Neither. I don't think I know what that is. Um. It's a sci-fi movie. It says here, the synopsis, in an oppressive future where all forms of feeling are illegal, a man in charge of enforcing the law rises to overthrow the system and the state. Never heard so, of it. It sounds fun. It sounds fun. It has um, Christian Bale, Sean Bean, Emily Watson, and Ty Diggs. Oh. So, That's an interesting pretty, cast. I'll say pretty tight cast 2002. So it's an oh, older-ish okay. movie. Yeah. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Yes. No. What? Uh, the King's Speech. No. Nope. Fight Club. No. I'm Me scared either. to say I that. Know. <laughs> I know there's so many um, people that love that movie. Stacy has seen it, and she loves it. But yeah. I have never seen it it's myself. It's free on Amazon, just it, saying. It is free yeah. on Amazon. And whoever wants to watch it, hashtag myself and Nathan included. Yep. Um, Gladiator. No. No. Uh, A Beautiful Mind. Nope. Nope. City of God. No. Nope. Interview with a Vampire. Nope. And this is the classic one. This is not the remake. Yeah, I was going to say, there's two yeah. of them, aren't there? Yeah, the remake just got released. Um, I hear it's pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah, they're saying it's really, really good. But oh, yeah. I guess the original is also super good. I'll have to check uh, them out. Uh, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Antonio Bendetis. Oh, wow. And Kristen Dunst for the original. Yeah, that's a yeah, good cast. It's a great cast. I know. Uh, Die Hard? Yes. Me too. Uh, Green Mile? No. Tom Hanks? I know what it is. I've never seen it, though. Okay. The Last Samurai? Nope. Castaway? Yes. Yes, me too. Uh, Schindler's List? No. Me <laughs> I know. It's so, oh my gosh. I hear it's really good, but I just need to sit down and not cry. That's, no, that's and watch trick. it in one sitting. Yes. Um, Leon the Professional. I've never heard of this movie. Oh, really? You haven't? No. I've never watched it, but I know, I'm pretty sure this is Natalie Portman's acting debut, I think. I, oh, I do see that here. She's like a little baby. Yeah. She, this was released back in 1994. Yeah. One little, of her first movies. Little baby. Little baby. Little baby Babely. Natalie Portman. K-Pax. No. I've never heard I of that. I don't think either. I've heard of that either. It's got Kevin Spacey, Jeff Bridges, Mary McCormick. Don't know. I mean, I know who those people are. I yeah, just I've, don't know. I've, <laughs> I've never heard of this either. Um, Jurassic Park. Yes. yes. Da Vinci Code. No. Me either. Uh, Mystic River. No. No, me either. Goodwill Hunting? No. Me either. 
Falling Down with you... Michael Douglas, Robert Duvall. No. No, it's a 1993 film. Oh. Have you um, seen it? No, I have oh. not. I'm very familiar with the story, though. I just haven't seen it myself. Uh, Apollo 13? No. I have. Oh, that's good. It's good. Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton, Kevin Bacon. It's good stuff. I like those true story movies. Yeah, so. Me too. So I'll me have to too. check it out. Uh, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray? Yes. Me too. Uh, Braveheart? No. I have not either. Something about the Scottish films, I'm just not a big fan of. Oh. I know. But I, I need to watch it. Do you like Brave? I, I don't like Brave. <laughs> I thought Brave was one of the weakest Pixar movies. Uh, I can there. see that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those who like Brave. Uh, Ghostbusters? Yes. Obviously. Alien? You haven't seen Alien? No, oh, haven't. Aliens. Good. I haven't seen... Oh, actually, no. Let me backtrack. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Alien movies. Alien is very good. Um, I'm a big sci-fi guy, so a lot of the sci-fi movies on here I've yeah. already seen, but the Alien is definitely top sci-fi films. Um, the Terminator, the original Terminator. No, that's it's on me my watch either. list, though. I've seen Terminator 2. What? <laughs> I've never seen the first one. I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. Uh, the Pianist. No. Adrian Brody. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. It's actually, no, let me not say that. It's not directed by Jane Campion, is it? No. Okay, then I'm thinking something. Roman Polanski directed this one. It's a Polish-Jewish musician struggling to survive the destruction of Warsaw in World War II. No. I've never seen it. It's supposed to be like a feel-good kind of movie. Um, Spy Game. Robert Redford, Brad Pitt. No. No. Robert Redford is wonderful. He's yes. obviously not with us anymore, unfortunately. R.I.P. Robert Redford. I love All the President's Men. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, that's a good movie. I have not. Uh, the Boat. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of that. 1981, neither have I. It's a World War II German U-boat movie. It's like drama and war genre. Yeah. I've never seen it. It looks like it's German. Oh. Because a lot of these names on here are actual German names. Oh. Um, Enemy at the Gates. That sounds familiar. Uh, Jude Law, Ed Harris, Joseph Viennes. I think so, yeah, but I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Pearl Harbor? No. Yes, it's very good. The Michael Bay movie? No, no, that's Battleship, sir. No, there's a Michael... It, oh, it is it, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Harbor's very good. Ben Affleck. Really? I, yeah. I thought that one sucked. No, 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 it's good. Oh, I liked it. Never mind. I liked it. Uh, the Birds, Alfred Hitchcock. And we are the birds are not my thing. So once upon a time in America, no, neither Hollywood. Yes, not America. <laughs> I love the Hollywood one. That was good. Uh, First Blood, nope, me either. Rocky, uh, bits and pieces. That's I, my dad's like favorite movie. I only know the scene of him running up the stairs. Yeah. That's the only scene I know of this movie. Yeah, I've never seen it in full though. I've seen I want to say good chunks of it, but that's same, it. same. Um, American History X. No. No, Edward Norton. Never uh, heard of that. No, it's good. It's a good movie. Um, Edward Norton plays a former neo-Nazi skinhead who tries to prevent his younger brother from going down the same path that he did. Oh. So it's a very good movie. Um, The Name of Rose. Nope. No, neither. It's Sean Connery, Christian Slater. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Christian Slater. He just got cast in something. Yeah, I, I, I do know what you're talking about. I, I don't can't know. remember. I can't remember either. I remember reading about that. Joker 2. I think it, no. 
Is it Joker 2? Sorry, we're getting off topic. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll dive into that a little bit later. That's definitely going to come up in conversation for sure. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Nope. You've never seen Dirty Dancing? No, that's the one where he lists her up. Yeah, nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah, no, I've never seen Dirty Dancing. That's a a good one. It's a classic. Uh, Stacy loves that movie. We watch it like three times a year. Um, Catch Me If You Can. Yes, I just watched that. I haven't seen that movie. I I don't think it's amazing as people say it is, but it it was... It's 2002. It's before your time. Uh, uh, I like movies before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Others. No, but my mom begs me to watch that movie. Really? Well, especially for someone who likes horror as much as you do. Yeah, I know. That'd be a good one to dive into. I haven't seen that all the way through. Oh, okay. I have some beats beats and pieces. Beats and pieces. Beats and pieces, yeah. Add that to the list. That's the scoots, yeah. Dead Poet Society? Yes. Yes, me too. Love that movie. Oh, Captain, my captain. Yep. Mission Impossible? Yes, the first one. That's the that, only that's one I've seen. That's the first one. I haven't seen any Mission Impossible movies. Honestly, I don't know if I'm missing out. I feel like maybe they're new ones, but the first one first I thought was... First one was OG, eh. bro. It's like watching Die Hard and then watching Die Hard 2. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Die Hard is the only one that really matters. Yeah. And then same with Mission Impossible. Yeah. I mean, they're fun. They're just fun movies, you know. Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Never Johnny heard of Depp, it. Johnny Depp, Benicio Del Toro, Tobey Maguire... It's an older-ish movie, 1998. So Tobey Maguire was like baby. Barely, probably yeah. barely starting out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, an oddball journalist and a psychopathic lawyer travel to Las Vegas for a series of psychedelic escapades. Oh, I know what you're talking it's about. It's got that weird poster. Yeah. Oh, hey. I've, that's on my watch list. I've been waiting to watch it. Watch it too. didn't click right away. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry for the echo, too. We're in this weird hallway-like room, so... <laughs> Um, Meet Joe Black with Brad Pitt. Mm-mm. Me either. Rosemary's Baby. No. Me either. This is the original one, by the way, yeah. 1968. Uh, the Postman. No. It's a it's a drama. Um, yeah, it's uh it's about a um, postman um, trying to inspire hope in the survivors of a post-apocalyptic America. Mm, never heard of it, but so, it sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah, it sounds good. It's a uh, 1997 for that. Uh, Dangerous Minds. No. With Michelle Pfeiffer, Courtney Vance. No, nope, never heard of it. The Blair Witch Project. Ye- I've never seen it, but it's on top of my so watch list. I watched that for the first time like two years ago. Oh boy. Was it- and were you able I, to sleep? I was. So <sighs> I I'm not going to spoil anything for yes. you. Okay. To kind of ease your mind a little bit, nothing scary actually happens. Oh. It's just suspenseful? It's all thriller, but like you're about to throw up because Ooh. of how intense some of the situations get. Um, but it's very good. Well, spooky season's coming up. So it's I'll, coming. I'll, oh, it'll boy. It'll be on my watch list then. Oh, it's so good. Uh, A Perfect World? No, I've never Kevin seen Kevin Costner, that. Clint Eastwood? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Either. A Speed. A Speed or Speed? Speed. Did I say A Speed? Because I'm going uh speed. <laughs> speed speed with Keanu Reeves. Oh yes, I like that one with Sandra. One. Oh my gosh, with you Sandra have Bullock. to watch it. Yeah, and Dennis Hooper. It's like I wouldn't. It's not amazing, but it's like a good popcorn flick. Like you're just like invested in the story. That's the one with the bus, right? Yeah, okay. it's so good. I'm familiar. That's also a big pop culture icon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves is a big. I know. Pop I see that icon. poster and like an. 
every modern TV show with the flames. Right, all and the him. bus coming out of the flames. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seven Years in Tibet. No. No, Brad Pitt, uh, 1997. I haven't seen that Dang, either. There's a lot of Brad Pitt on there's this There's a list. lot of Brad Pitt. Um, E.T. Yes. Obviously. I good man. I was about to give you a lot of grief for saying that. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. No, I haven't seen that. It's a very good movie. Strongly recommend. The Ninth Gate. No, I don't think I've heard Johnny of Johnny Depp is in this one. A rare book dealer while seeking out the last two copies of a demon text gets drawn into a conspiracy with supernatural overtones. No, I don't so, think so. Uh, it's supposed to be good. 1999. Um, Empire of the Sun. No. Me either. Steven Spielberg, though. It's oh. one of his movies. Uh, Christian Bale, John Malkovich is in it. Um, Into the Wild. That's the one where it's, he's on a bus, right? Or he, Correct. I read the book in school, but I never saw the movie. With Emil Hirsch, uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it? no, I've never seen it. I think it's on my watch list, though. Uh, the Reader. Uh, who's directed by? It's 2008. It's Stephen Daldry. It has oh, Kate Winslet, Ralph Fiennes. Oh, I think she won the Oscar for this movie. I think she might have. It's, yeah. it's post-World War II Germany is yeah, when it takes never place. never seen it, though. Me either. Uh, Butterfly Effect. Nope. By the way, that's number 75 on the list, so we're getting there. We're almost there. Oh, you went from, oh, yeah, okay. One to seven, so we're on that Butterfly Effect <laughs> is number 75, so we only have 25 more we're to We're really go. speeding through these. I know. Uh, Bridget Jones Diary. No. The original, not the remake. Yeah, no, I've never okay. seen it. Neither have I. Um, but this is the one with uh, Renee Zellweger. Um, fun fact, I'm not a fan of Renee Zellweger. Really? I've tried. I think it's her voice. The only thing I've really liked her in was Chicago. Oh, 10 out of 10. Love so movie. good. So good. Uh, the Mummy, the one with Brendan Fraser. No. Me either. Okay, I was, like, I was <laughs> no, ready for you to like attack me. <laughs> no, uh, Stacy loves that movie. Because, yeah. I mean, everyone loves Brendan Fraser. I know. You know. Are you going to um, go see The Whale? I am going to see the whale. I am seeing the whale, too. Do you have tickets for the whale yet? No, I don't no. think it's... Is Brendan Fraser going to be there? I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> He's going to be there in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia. Denzel Washington, no. Tom Hanks. I don't... Oh, yeah, I know what it's about, but I've never seen it. Need me there by. Uh, Stardust. That's on the list? It is on the list. That's the one with Michelle Pfeiffer, right? No. I'm thinking of something completely different then. You are. Okay, well then, no, I've never seen that. So this is the one with Charlie Cox, Claire, Claire Danes, Sienna Miller, Ian McKellen's in this one. Oh, no, never heard of I've it. I've never heard of it, too. So, uh, City of Angels, Nicolas Cage, Meg Ryan. Mm-mm. No? Me either. Uh, of them, though. Uh, me, too. Uh, more, more Meg Ryan than uh, uh -oh. Nicolas Cage. Uh -oh. I'm sorry, guys. Uh -oh. uh, Armageddon. Uh, nope. Nope, me either. Oh, no, no, no. I have seen this one. That's this the, the Michael one with, Bay. Oh, with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this one. I, was, I forgot Billy Bob Thornton was in this one, too. Uh, the number 23 with Jim Carrey. I don't even think You've I've never heard, heard of that, that one? That's, a, that's a, uh, one of those movies that just didn't do very well. Uh, well, like, in terms of, like, marketing and people just knowing about it. Um, but um, overall, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty decent movie from what I remember. I personally haven't seen it all the way through. Oh, yeah, um, I've never seen it. But I love Jim Carrey. I think he's great. Me too. Uh, the Bank Job. No? No. Uh, me either. 
Ocean's Eleven. Yes, love, love, love so Ocean's Eleven. I'm so glad you do because I fell asleep. What? Yeah. How I can know. you fall asleep during Ocean's Dude, Eleven? So, <laughs> it it's definitely 2001. Like it's just got oh the 2001 vibes God. to it. I don't know. It's just it just it bored me. I loved the ending. I I the had ending was so great. So much fun with that movie. But I just. Uh, I love heist movies though. Those are my. That's like up there with my heist genre. They're fun. Yeah. I love heist movies too, but this one just didn't. It didn't tickle me the same way. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Ocean's Twelve, right afterwards. Yeah. Oh, hey, I've only seen Ocean's Eleven. Oh, and Ocean's Eight, but. Oh, that's the that's the one with the all female cast, yeah. right? Anne Hathaway. Uh, no. Is it Anne Hathaway? I thought yeah. it was Sandra. Oh, Sandra Bullock's Sandra the lead. Sandra Bullock's in it yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Paulson, Rihanna, all that. Sarah Paulson's in that movie. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, the Fugitive. Nope. Harrison Ford? Yeah, yeah never right. seen it. Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise. No, I just know it's a Spanish remake of a, or it's an American remake of a Spanish movie. Correct. Yes. Dances with Wolves. Mm-mm. Have you seen Avatar? The one with the blue people? Oh, yeah, yeah, then yeah. Have you yeah, seen yeah. Dances with Wolves? Okay. No, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the same kind of vibe. Oh. Yeah. Before or after Avatar? Before. Oh, yeah. Way before Avatar. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is Dances with Wolves was 1990. Oh, okay. Yeah, way before. Um, Eyes Wide Shut with no. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I know it's weird, um, but I've never seen it. That is on my list. I didn't Mine realize too. that was a Stanley Kubrick film. Yeah, though. that's why it's like weird. <laughs> I didn't know he made movies that late. Yeah, I want to see it. Actually, let me not say that because then it's going to show like I'm not yeah. <laughs> or like he, I'm not a devoted he, Kubrick fan. 1999 yeah. is when this movie was released. That's crazy, dude. Uh, Life of Pi. Nope. I remember when it came out, though. I won a ton of awards. Yeah. I do remember that. I've never seen it, though. Uh, the Jacket. No. Wait, who's who's in that? Uh, Adrian Brody, Kira Knightley, Daniel Craig, and Chris Christopherson are the top yeah. four that are noted here. Yeah, no, I've never seen that. Um, it's, a, it's a war film. Oh. Yeah. A lot of these are war films. A lot of them are, yeah. Uh, the Boondock Staints. Nope. Did I say Staints? Did you hear that? Is it, or am I just being stupid? No, I think you said Staints. <laughs> the Boondock Saints. Oh. Saints. I have seen that non So I've seen the Boondock Staints. <laughs> Me but too. But I've never seen the it's Boondock Saints. It's an excellent movie. <laughs> I definitely this recommend. One either, though. Uh, this one is like a huge um, uh, uh, pop culture icon. Yeah. A huge pop culture icon. Uh, Underworld with Kate Beckinsale. No, never no. seen it. I have. So this is actually a good one for you to watch for next week. It's a vampire one. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. That sounds so Cillian familiar. Murphy, Naomi Harris. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a zombie movie. Yeah. Oh. Post-apocalyptic. Also no. good for next week. Okay. Uh, we're taking mental notes while we go through this. I know. This. <laughs> I already have some before. I was like, okay, what zombie movies have I seen? We are on the last six films oh, on the list. Oh, wow. Okay. So okay. the bottom six. Bottom six. Number 95, The Ghost and the Darkness. Yeah, never With seen Michael that. Douglas, Val Kilmer, Tom Wilkinson. Yeah, no. Um, it's a 1996 drama adventure thriller. Wow. Uh, Final Destination. Oh, yeah. I just watched Wonderful. that a few weeks ago. It's a very good yeah, movie. Yeah, I liked it. So they shouldn't have made eight of them. They're making another one. <laughs> I know. That's going to be number eight, bro. Way too many. But the first one was really good. The first three were really yeah, good. Yeah, I remember over quarantine, the clips were going viral because they were like, especially when the wood one came oh, out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the, the, the truck. Right? Yeah. The wood planks in the back. Or the, the 
lumber. Yeah, the, the lumber, the tree trunks yeah. or whatever. Uh, Tango and Cash. Never heard Sylvester of that. Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, 1989. Whoa. Yeah, no, never heard of it. The Beach. Leo uh, Leo DiCaprio, Tilda Swinton oh, is in this one. I think I actually have heard of that. That's such um, an interesting cast. Are uh, those two right? The so leads. it takes place in Thailand. Uh, there's it takes place on an island rumored to be a solitary beach paradise. Oh. So I'm sure something goes awry, or something romantic happens. Yep. Or both. Or neither. Or neither. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I don't never, know. Neither have I. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Prime, Fast and the Furious, the original one from 2001. I have, I don't think, I, I've seen bits and pieces. I've watched, my parents went to go take me to see, I think it was six in theaters, and I watched six, seven, eight. I didn't watch nine at all. I was, I don't know. And then I've seen like, I want to say three or four, but I've never seen, I've seen them like all out of order. The first one, the twist at the end was very good. Oh, I feel like that's what really made the a twist movie. In the, there is a twist oh, at the end. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, I'll, I'll have to watch it. So, and then last on the list. Oh boy, here Number we go. 100, The Chronicles of Riddick. Never seen that. With Vin Diesel, Judy Dench. Vin Diesel and Judy Dench? Together in a movie. <laughs> um, so this is a, it's a sci-fi movie. Uh, basically, it's a uh, he's like a, he's a criminal in the future. Um, he arrives on a planet and finds himself up against an invading empire, uh, which is an army that plans to convert or kill all humans in the mm-hmm. universe, and he's the only man who can stop it. Dang, I know, pretty Never intense. So I don't I didn't count how many no's there were, I wasn't but I think track. somebody if, will. Right? I want to say there was maybe like. 15 yeses on this entire yeah, list. I want to say like 85% of the list <laughs> were <was> no's. no's. <laughs> so, um, but we to have a lot fair, of To be fair, I think if the list was updated recently, I would have seen a lot more, I think. Yeah. No, I yeah. agree. I agree. I mean, this is a much older list. Yeah, 2013. Ten, almost 10 years ago. Yeah, it's a very, very old list. Um, but I mean, at least we got a head start on what to yeah. expect, right? Um, but I mean, that's the game. Thank yeah. you so much for playing. Um, yeah. About lots of yeses and nos, right? I yeah. felt like it was 20 questions in the long run <laughs> of it all. Um, but we made it to the very end of the podcast. Crazy. It was an extra long episode, almost two hours we've yeah, been recording. It's been a long time, but it is time for us to get home. Yes. I am tired. Yeah, stay tuned for next week, though. Yeah, next week's going to be a really fun one. I'm planning, um, I think the reviews will be Bros, Pocus Pocus 2, and Apple's The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Oh. It looks so good. Yeah. Is that the one with Zach Efron? Yeah. And looks really good. No. David Russell, I'm pretty sure. David Russell's in that too. No. That's not his name. Talking Kurt Russell? The one that was in Thor, Love and Thunder. Isn't that Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell? The one who played Zeus? Yeah, him. I think that's cr- I've n- I haven't seen the new <laughs> Thor movie oh, either. Oh <laughs> You're not helping I, me dude, here. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, next week's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun movies coming out. Yeah. In fact, to give everybody a heads up on what to expect, Don't what? Worry Darling obviously was this week. Um, wow. Next week we're going to be doing Zombies and Vampires because we're getting into spooky season. Ooh. And we actually might have a guest star joining Ooh. us next week. So... He hasn't confirmed yet, but he hasn't denied yet, so I really hope he shows up. It's going to be a fun one. Um, the following week, we're going to be talking about monsters, monster movies. Monster movies. So that's going to be a very large um, 
genre yeah. overall. There's a lot of monster movies. I need to out brush there. up on my monster movies. So, well, we might be doing. It can be a mix of classic monsters if you want. It can be. Um, um, I like. I love Cloverfield. I think that's my favorite monster movie. Uh, oh, oh boy! Uh, so uh, I have to watch Cloverfield. Then it's gonna be good. Um, and the following week, we're gonna be talking about serial killers. So oh, just not, in time for Halloween ends. I know. Well, not like. Yeah, so yeah, like kind of. <laughs> fictional serial killers. We're not oh. going to be talking about like Ted Bundy. We're not going to be talking about, what's that new one? Dahmer? Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer? I, I watched the first episode. It was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going to be talking about fake serial killers. Yes. So we're not going to be talking about real serial killers because that's just a very depressing yeah, thing to talk Yeah, not the vibe about. we want. No. So we're going to be talking like, um, uh, like slasher films. Michael basically. Myers. Michael, Michael Myers. Yes, Ghostface. Go- oh, oh, I've I've never seen Scream. What? Okay, now you're making me. Angry. I, I'm sorry. So that, I'll probably have you watch that. Never seen I'll watch Scream. That. I'll review it. It's okay. <sighs> and the last week we're just gonna be talking about the spirit of Halloween. Yeah. So it's just Halloween in general. Yes. It's gonna be like all the fun Halloween movies. So stuff like uh, Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Love, 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 Coraline. Love you know, again. all the fun just. Little kitty creepy. Yeah. Uh, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown, oh, you know, classic. classics. Um, but that's going to be what you can be expecting for the next week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yeah, we really appreciate you. your time. Uh, I know it was an extra long episode, but we're going to try to cut this down as much oh, as we Lord. can. <laughs> um, now, um, before we go, though, we do have a few last-minute plugs I want to go ahead and toss in. Um, first off, please, 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 if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Planet Pick Pod. Yep. You can find that on both of those, Instagram and Twitter. You can see photos of us today along with updates throughout the week of what we're going to be planning. And we'll even go ahead and reboot um, what we just talked about at the very end here, what to expect this next month. Yeah. Um, Nathan's review blog, one last time. Postcreditreviews.com. Not dot org. No. He does not get paid for this. No. It's very I much don't. commercial. <laughs> I pay for this. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I always, uh, we talked about this, and we feel like we should always go out with an inspirational quote yeah. for everybody. Um, it's going to be a different quote every week. Um, this one is from Alice in Wonderland. Not the movie. This is from the actual book, oh, okay. Alice in Wonderland. And I feel like this is great for all of you aspiring actors, all of you aspiring directors, everyone who just wants to make a difference in this world and make something fun for people to enjoy. Imagination is the only weapon in the war against reality. Wow, quite right? moving. Hallmark would be proud. Yep, like <laughs> that's a Hallmark tagline right there. So we just want to thank everyone again for joining us. Yeah. Um, you all have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, night, morning, whatever time of day you guys the are future. listening to this. I hope you're doing well. And yeah, oh yeah, you didn't think about that. So oh. I mean, just to kind of keep everyone in this time capsule that we're currently in. Today is September twenty fourth, two thousand twenty two. Yeah. So if you guys are listening to us in the future, hello. I know. I hope we're still on at this time <laughs> in the future. So, uh, But until then, guys, thank you again so much. Any last words of wisdom? Um, watch a movie. Watch a movie. <laughs> That's all we can ask for. Thank you guys again so much. Yeah. Y'all have a great rest of your uh, you. day, night, afternoon. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.